21 recruits have committed and signed with Boston College. We're going to dive into this class, talk about why it's so exciting, and look at what Jeff Halfley had to say on Wednesday during his National Signing Day press conference. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Thursday, everyone. All of the hubbub of National Signing Day is over, at least for now. We'll get into that in just a moment. On Wednesday, Boston College signed their class of 2022, a group of 21 individuals from three different nations and 12 different states. They had a punter from Australia, a defensive lineman from Canada, and then players from Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan. They had players all over the country. And Jeff Halfley signed one of his most impressive classes to date. In fact, it was the best, according to rivals, Boston College class since they've been tracking the star system. That goes back all the way to 2002. That's 20 classes. This was the best one Boston College ever had coming in at number 22. Now, those numbers can change as um, that, you know, a lot of other teams are still having their um, late flips and all things like that. But that's still, that is absolutely incredible that Jeff Halfley has been able to do that in just a few years. And this was his first class, as he said, with moms and dads that he's been able to meet, being able to go up into their houses and to talk to them and get to know them. He said he got to know the families intimately because he, he felt like he's been on the phone with them a bunch of times. Very, very different than the class of 21, where he was doing all of that through Zoom. Remember, there were recruiting restrictions that didn't allow Jeff Halfley to get in to those schools or have kids on campus. And he was a brand new coach, and these kids hadn't met him yet. And he still put together a decent class that was in the 30s last year. This was his first class where he was able to do the real things, the, th- the bread and butter, the like the, the nitty-gritty of recruiting that you would expect from a Boston college, not the bag men stuff that you get down in the SEC. So, in typical Boston College fashion, National Signing Day is not what it is at other schools. You look at a school, some of the power schools, National Signing Day is like a fun event because you get flips and decommitments and and new commitments that come out of nowhere and blah, 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 blah. It's It feels like it's never like that at Boston College. I've covered recruiting for BC, um, on BC for like seven or eight years, and you get one here or there, like a last-second commitment or a guy that, that bails at the last second. But this was, like, way at the bottom of, like, the boring factor. This was, like, you know, watching paint. It's actually more like watching fax machine uh, signings come in one at a time of things that you expect. You're like, oh, yeah, I was waiting for that. So there wasn't really any big drama for this. And I guess that's a good thing, right? You want Boston College to be able to, to like, get what they want, not have anything derail their class, a guy that they're counting on going somewhere else. Um, But there was only like two really kind of small things that happened. First of all, as we mentioned on yesterday's show, but it bears repeating because I know some of you don't listen to every show, which you should be doing, but I'm not going to I'm not going to guilt you on that. Um, Jamal Hood, he definitely did not sign with Boston College, as I said on the website yesterday and on the podcast. There was a mutual decision to uh, go apart. And I said 
just for the folks that always go to the Eeyore place, they go to that dark spot. It had nothing to do with BC six and six record. It had nothing to do with Boston college, not going in the right direction. It had nothing to do with the staff. It had nothing to do with any of that. This kid wanted to come here. There was other reasons. I can't get into it though, because sometimes I get information and it's sensitive and I don't, I want to respect the kid, but Rest assured, it wasn't anything that Jeff Halfley or his staff didn't try to fix but couldn't get done. So it wasn't anything that was, like, egregious that you'd be like, man, BC's terrible for doing that. It was, It is what it is, okay? And then there was one other player. So we were expecting 23. We got 21. The other one that didn't sign yet is RJ Maryland. RJ Maryland was a wide receiver from Texas. He's the son of Miami great Russell Maryland, and he's a big receiver. He, I, you know, he's a guy that you could have played at tight end. You could have played him at wide receiver. Now he didn't sign. Now what I've been told is that he did not decommit, so he could still end up at Boston College. But what I've been told is that it's a fluid situation, meaning that there's something going on behind the scenes. Again, I can't get into it. Um, that is preventing him from coming here. So they could still fix it. Boston College and him could come to agreement to figure out a way to get it to work. Um, and hopefully he will end up here. Again, it does not have to do with his uh, Mario Cristobal at Miami. Someone was tweeting me that. I'm From what I've heard, it has nothing to do with him having wandering eyes. It has nothing to do with him not wanting to come to Boston College. It's something else completely. So those are the two question marks. And, you know, all in all, you still had Joseph Griffin. And you had I uh, ish Zamore at wide receiver. So the wide receiver group is still pretty solid. I mean, I would have loved to see Russell, uh, RJ Maryland. I think he's a good player. Uh, I would have loved to see him come here. But Jeff, as Jeff Halfley said, they're still doing, trying to do some more things. And we'll, we'll get into that comment in just a moment because there's a lot there to talk about. Um, but if you if you exit this game, exit this weekend, and all you ended up losing was a cornerback who, again, was the first commit of that class and a wide receiver that was kind of lower on your rankings. It's not a bad loss. I mean, it still stings. stings a little bit, but it doesn't take away from how good this class ended up being. And we're going to hear from Jeff Halfley himself. I'm going to play you a little clip from his press conference on Wednesday so you can hear exactly what Jeff Halfley had to say. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning and budgeting, and much more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash lockedonncaa. Again, head to netsuite.com slash lockedonncaa for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that's netsuite.com slash ncaa. Welcome back to Locked On Boston College. Thanks again for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Fan Football Playoff Preview 2021. Local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins this Friday. Develop this. I want to do it the right way. I want to build it over time. I want to be consistent. And yeah, I'm going to go into the portal here and there. But I just showed you by signing 21 players that. 
I want to build this thing through recruiting and developing people and players so it lasts. Uh, it's going to be really hard to do it consistently if you're building it through the portal entirely. Um, so all those high school players out there, just keep working hard. We're going to come recruit you, and I hope more people do so. That was Jeff Halfley during his press conference on Wednesday. He was talking to the media about his recruiting class. And I thought this was a good conversation to talk about because he brought up quite a bit in this in this clip. Now, before that, Halfley was saying that the transfer portal really has impacted the way call, uh, high school recruiting is going. Because he was saying, you know, there's people out there recruiting 10 kids out of high school and getting 15 out of the transfer portal. And that's completely changed the way that um, college recruiting is being handled. Now, this is very different than what um, um, Dabo Swinney said on Tuesday. You know, Dabo was saying it's just basically paying for play. But I what I got liked out of Halfley, first of all, is I, I agree. I love his philosophy in terms of this recruiting uh, business. First of all, he's saying right off the bat, you know, I'm here to build a program. I'm going to develop guys. And so I want to get as many of the guys that I want here through the recruiting, um, through the, through getting, you know, through fr- uh, freshmen and, and signing their scholarships to come and play at Boston College for four to five years. And then he, then he goes and says as well, and I'm not going to say that I'm not going to go to the transfer portal. And I think that's what you're going to see this year, right? He says he's going to get a, you know, he'll hit things here and there. This is not going to be a transfer portal where Jeff Halfley goes out and grabs 10 guys. It's He just can't, A, he doesn't have the scholarships to do that. And B, it kind of goes against what he's been preaching. He hasn't just said that this time. He has said that for about a year now. I mean, when I went to the press conferences last year, he was saying this. He only does it when he needs to. So you can expect that they're going to get two or three guys. But what he also said in there is that this class is not done. And I find that almost more fascinating than some of the other things that he was saying. You know, he says that he's going to continue recruiting and he's going to keep going and look for guys. Now, that's interesting because I've been following the class of 2022. I usually get a good beat on some of the names that are coming up. And all of them are gone. So I don't know. I don't know who he's going after. I, maybe he's talking RJ Maryland is one of the guys. You know, he's still recruiting him because he's technically not on campus yet. But guys like Cohen and Tringer, he just committed to Iowa. Uh, as I said, Jason Jenkins was not coming to Boston College. All these other guys, Omar Condi, they're not coming here. So I'm curious who he finds. I'm curious who he's going to look for. And the lo- final part of his conversation that he had there, the final part. Um, Sorry, let's go, let's go back a little bit for a second. So he's going to have to go out there. You know, Maybe there's guys that I'm not aware of, you know, that are guys that they're recruiting quietly. Clive Wilson was a perfect example. I said this yesterday. I was not aware of his recruiting at all because he saw some tape of him, fell in love with him, and then offered and Clive committed like immediately. So it wasn't even like the courting that you see a lot of times on the recruiting trail. It was just like bing, bang, boom, done. So – Maybe there's a few out there that maybe he's just going to find and then immediately offer and get those guys. But the final piece of Halfley's comment, the the final piece that he kind of ends it with that I was like, ooh, I like how he's approaching this, is he 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 made it like an open comment to the the high school kids saying, look. These other schools, they're just playing around in the in the transfer portal. You got South Carolina going for Spencer Witter. I mean Spencer Radler and that tight end from Oklahoma, and they're gonna probably grab like four or five other guys. In these other schools, they're doing the same thing. Halfley saying to these recruits, look, they're playing around. 
I'm going to recruit you. I want you at Boston College. And tell me that is not going to resonate with kids. These kids are going to hear that and they're going to fall in love with that. But as they're listening to Georgia or not even Georgia, well, that's not a good one. They're going to listen to Virginia Tech, who's always in the transfer portal, or or uh, Syracuse or Pitt, who are also pretty active in it, saying like, "Oh yeah, we'll see. We, we're you know we're in the portal, blah blah blah." You got Boston College over here saying, "Look at guys, we want you. This is high school recruits is where we make our bread and butter. You're going to see immediate." continued improvement on the recruiting trail. You're going to start seeing guys coming in that are um, way above where Boston College has been in the past. Like, we just whiffed on Ty Chan. That was the big one that didn't come to Boston College. And Jeff Halfley said, you know, we got all the guys from Massachusetts. He got most of them. But Ty Chan didn't come to Boston College. He went to Notre Dame. And I'm pretty sure Boston College would have loved to have him here. But, you know, looking forward, right, there's guys that you're like, oh, Boston College has no chance on him. Like uh, Samuel Uncanolo. Samuel Akinlola, I'm going to get his name right at some point, that defensive end, uh, the offensive tackle, excuse me, from Somerville, who uh, has a younger brother who Boston College did not go after. But this kid is, I mean, he's being offered all over the place. You know, Georgia, Florida, LSU, everyone's offered him. But he's been visiting Boston College. And if Jeff Halfley can sell to him that this is a school that cares about freshmen, that cares about you, and we're not playing around in the transfer portal to, you know, figure out a way to like stunt your growth. That is a huge selling point. And that could put Boston college at a pedestal that other schools won't be able to get to. And that will get them even more attractive recruits. And it's going to breed more success on the, on the field. And, you're already seeing that. So I said Sam, Samson, uh, Sam, Samuel Uncanlola is a big one to watch for. But Chase Bizantis, a uh, the top recruit in the state of New Jersey, which is a talented recruiting hotbed. I mean, man, there is a ton of recruits that are coming from that state. He was just on campus last weekend. This is a kid with an offer from Alabama, a co- an offer from Clemson, Ohio State. He's a borderline five-star offensive lineman. And he was on Boston College's campus. What is that saying about the how Boston College's recruiting pitches are resonating? And I want you, as the fans at home, to reconsider what you are expecting the pitches to be from Boston College. Because it's not right now, we're going to win. We're going to win the ACC right now. Because if you would, if that's because that's what a lot of you are thinking, I think. That would scare away these kids. Like, if you're going 6-6. Six and six. These kids are they kids. These kids have seen Boston College lose to some of these big these teams. They saw them get blown up by Wake Forest. They saw them get blown up by NC State, and they don't care. They want to play for this team, and they see where this program is gonna go. And that's why Halfley's message is going to resonate. It's the message itself. It's not right now. I mean, if Halfley goes out and stinks for three years, yeah, the message is just gonna go on deaf ears. But right now. Fans can understand, these kids can understand, oh man, Phil Dracovic has been out. That was a big part of their team. They're going to see, while there are you know, more Halfley's kids coming in, if they see success, this is going to blossom into a very productive program. And you're going to see Boston College be successful on the field more than you have seen them since Matt Ryan. In a moment, I'm going to address one last comment that Jeff Halfley made that I thought was really interesting, and it has to do with recruiting in the state of Massachusetts. 
You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone, so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month. So you can, you and your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of the America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers of coverage not available everywhere for all phones and network. See BoostMobile.com for details. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. And BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all our amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Whether it's BC basketball, BC football, the bowl games, they have it all. Go to Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College. This is our big national signing day, part two episode. If you hadn't checked out my preview, you can check that out from yesterday. There's still good knowledge, even nuggets in there, even if you already know everything that happened today. I give you some insight and analysis of what I thought about the class because, hey, I said it earlier, I knew what was going to happen because it's BC and things aren't really all that different when a national signing day comes. You're not going to get like you know, a huge roster upheaval like you do at some of the other schools. I hope you've enjoyed my coverage of National Signing Day. I'm going to kick off our last segment to talk about one last comment, and I'm not going to I'm not going to play halfway speaking it because it's a really quick thing. Um, but it really resonated with me, of course, because I'm kind of a troll and I thought this was interesting. And basically, what it said. I'm not going to be one of those guys that says I'm going to fence this area. He's talking about the state of Massachusetts. No, I'm not going to talk like that. I said when I got here, we're going to do our best to evaluate the state, and we did. Now, now you know how I feel about Steve Adazio, who is long gone, and I promise you this is not a bash Steve Adazio segment. I've, I'm, I'm past that. I promise you I've gone to therapy. I've gotten the dude, the Daz and the dude stuff out of my head. We're into something else now. So... He doesn't have free space in my brain. This was more of an interesting reevaluation of what Boston College should do in terms of Massachusetts recruiting, right? So should Boston Colleges go out and offer every single kid from Massachusetts that's like a three-star that um, is from the area? No, they should absolutely not do that. And Jeff Halfley has shown that he won't do that because there's been some three-stars, and there was actually a four, I think he was a four-star, that have left the state because he just didn't fit, feel like they were fit for the program. Josiah Stewart, a defensive end uh, from, I uh, forget, somewhere in Boston area, was committed to Steve Adazio, didn't fit what Jeff Halfley wanted to do, and ended up at Coastal Carolina. Not a huge loss. Tyler Martin a linebacker who did not fit their defensive scheme at all. He didn't. He wasn't a linebacker. He wasn't a defensive end. Kind of that middle ground. Just wasn't going to play here. He was a four-star. Ended up playing in Arizona. You had this year, you had Ty Chan, but 
that again, I said that one was more of a miss, and I'm not gonna crap on him for that. But you had Samson Akinlola, the younger, the older brother, who I've heard is not the a fit for that defensive scheme. I know he had some injuries playing in uh, Braintree, and uh, just didn't have the speed or whatever um, Jeff Halfley was looking for on defense. He let him go, and he's off to another school. I don't remember where he committed, but. Boston College should not be wasting um, scholarship spots on local kids just because they're local kids. That building a fence crap is not what Jeff Halfley should be doing. Because if there's local kids that don't fit here, let them go someplace else because you don't need to waste a roster spot on them. You get the guys from any state that you need to, and then you bring in the local kids. Because he did bring in a good chunk of Boston kids. Matt Reagan, a good tight end. Uh, Joseph Griffin, probably the best 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 athlete in the state, wide receiver from Springfield. He got Jack Funk, an offensive lineman, and Ish Samore, another wide receiver. So he got the guys from this state that he wanted to. Sure, he wanted to add Tai Chan, but I'm not going to get into that again. Now, next year, he's doing the exact same thing. He's got that trio already from Catholic Memorial. You know, Bubakar, uh, Treyor, uh, Jaden Streeter, and a... Um, the running back, and I'm totally blanking on his name. You get those that trio, and there's two four-stars in there, but there will also be some local kids as well that he's going to pass on. And I think that is the perfect local approach for recruiting. Go across the country, find the guys you want, find the local kids that you want that fit your program, and you move on. That's much better than this caveman build-a-wall crap that we had here for Boston, at Boston College for years. So... This is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. If you have not done so already, make sure you bookmark BC Bulletin. I'm the editor and publisher. We had tons of content up on the site. I broke the uh, Jamal Hood news on our website, so you could check that out. Um, and I'll have all more. I'll have all those updates. I'm also. I also own a uh, message board if you want to talk to other BC fans. If you're tired of listening to me talk, because God, sometimes I get tired of listening to myself. Go to maroonandgoldforums.com. It's a forum for BC fans. We have a good community growing, but it would be even better if you join. It's free. There's a premium section, but that goes with your BC Bulletin premium uh, membership. Go to the free section. You can go in there and chat with other fans. It's a good community. I kind of stay out of it because I use this as my pulpit. You guys can use that to talk about your stuff, and I love it, and I'll, I'll let you guys do whatever you like there. So check out Maroon and Gold Forums, and check me out on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. Um, I'll have even more news as, you know, this the National Signing Day period is not over, and we're going to have a late one. If anything new comes up for Boston College Sports, you know I'll have that for you, and I'll have all the analysis and opinions that you need to, to be informed about Boston College Sports. Thank you all. I'll see you all again on Friday for another episode of Locked On Boston College. Take care, everyone.